Welcome to Inspire Campfire, a podcast where ordinary people tell their stories of extraordinary adventure. These are campfire stories meant to inspire the rest of us to light the fire within, get outside, follow our dreams, and return to tell our own stories. Ready? Let's strike the match. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Scott Wurzbacher, and this podcast is about listening to the voice inside that calls us to adventure. For some of us, it means working a traditional job and looking for ways to take time off to explore. For others, it means following their heart and dreams and turning passion into a career. Today's guest is a professional musician who is among those who followed their heart. Josh Daniel is with us today, and he is a singer, songwriter, and musical performer. He describes his sound as rock and roll blended with bluegrass, funk and soul, and a reggae backbeat. Josh has performed at many national events, including Merle Fest, Floyd Fest, and Bristol Rhythm and Roots. Along the way, he's had the privilege of sharing the stage with some legendary musicians. He lives here in Charlotte with his wife and two kids. Now, in early 2020, things were pointing to his most promising year of his career. He had a calendar full of festivals, club shows, brewery gigs, and was booked solid, playing the music he loves. Then the COVID-19 pandemic hit in March. Music venues shut their doors, and his calendar was wiped clean. For someone that relies on the gathering of live crowds to earn the income to support his family, this could have meant defeat. But fueled by his passion for music, Josh found another way to keep the fire alive. His couch tour quarantine sessions were born, along with an incredible story of inspiration that followed. And I am so excited to have him here to share this adventure with you all. Josh, welcome to the campfire. Thank you. This is awesome. Thanks for having me, Scott. Man, I loved watching this story along with <laughs> so many other people and how this thing unfolded. Uh, if we can, I'd just like to start with uh, with Josh Daniel first, kind of who you are. If you could just kind of give us an overview of you and your family and just kind of um, life before the before the couch tour. Yeah, I've, I've been a musician my whole life and, and professionally for the past 15 years or so, uh, which means, you know, performing all the time. And, and that's that's really how I've uh, made a living. And I'm, I'm married and um, to my wife, Kelly, and I've got uh, two two little ones, Sonny and Maddie. And, uh, you know, grew up just playing, loving music, playing every instrument I could get my hands on, anything that was around. Um, and uh, just began performing when I was in high school and junior high and, 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 and have never stopped since then. So uh, it's just been a regular way of life for me to just, you know, always be in a band, always play gigs, um, write music, um, you know, create create art. Um, I mean, that's just my passion and, and as well as my, my job. So I've, I've been doing it for, for a long time and, and that's how I've been able to, to live and, and live in my house and, and, and provide yeah. for my family. It, it's amazing, man. I mean, you know, so many people like aspire to play music. I mean, so many people, you know, have real jobs, but they have the band afterwards. I mean, you know, teenagers, it's like a dream to be in a band. And then, you know, you've taken this thing to the to the next level that everybody kind of dreams of, but they don't actually do. And I, I guess I'm just curious, like as a kid, like you've been doing this your whole life, but sort of like, who was your inspiration? Where did the inspiration come from? And like, where did you get the encouragement to keep going with music? Well, I would say first, you know, my parents were, were very encouraging and my dad was a musician growing up, not professional, but, but he played drums and guitar and he was in, in bands and things like that. Yeah. He said, luckily he had uh, instruments around our house and actually in our attic, there was a guitar and, and some other stuff. And then when I, you know, got to be 10 or 12, I was like, Hey, let's, you know, I was just messing around. Yeah. Like, Maybe I'll try this, you know? Yeah. And luckily I had the instruments at the house and he showed me a few things and, you know, the next thing I know, you know, and then I'm getting my own guitar and I'm, you know, then I want an electric. And then, you know, of course I was, you know, grew up i mean i graduated high school in the in the late 90s so of course all the the pearl jam and all that kind of stuff was was very influential with my um you know musical you know, just love of music and, and going to shows and and I, I enjoyed that kind of music but i've always loved you know of course the stuff that 
our, our parents listened to and, and all the classics. I mean, I just remember being on my street, going to a yard sale and getting records like, you know, Electric Ladyland and things like that when I was like 12 <laughs> or 13 and just yeah. being, you know, getting my mind blown over and over again by getting into different, different bands like Led Zeppelin and Hendrix and the dead and, and the Beatles and all that. It's like, it's for me when I was a kid and I just like discovered all those different things. It was like, it was just such a, a cool thing to experience. I think kids are still experiencing that and that they'll be experiencing 100%. those bands for hundreds and thousands of years. Absolutely. And you know, to a to a degree, like even my 15 year old is not only listening to some of the stuff that, that we listen to, but like our parents too. I yeah. mean, it, yeah. it's, it's very cool powerful music's a powerful thing it, it is I'm, I'm curious like you know was there a point in your life that you like that that you there was a decision to be made or was this just sort of like written in the stars like or did you make a conscious decision you know what i'm going yeah. to make this my career i think you know yes and no i mean yes it's just like music is just something that i do and that actually my family and, and other people i know just do it and that's just part of who they are not everyone makes it their job. I think, you know, at some point, uh, 10, 10 or 15 years ago, there was a, there was a decision made that was like, okay, I'm gonna stop working other jobs and I'm just going to focus on this. And so there was a point when I had to, had to do that, but it was later in my life because, you know, frankly, it's, it's very hard to, to make, to make a living yeah. in the music industry. I mean, I think anyone will tell you that it's maybe a little bit easier if you're the kind of songwriter and the front person and the main focus of it, which is kind of what I, what I am in my career. I mean, I'm a solo artist. I play with other people, but you see what I'm saying? It's very hard. It means even harder as a drummer right. to, to make this your lip because then you're relying on other people. I mean, luckily right. I kind of rely on myself to, to make it happen, but there was just definitely a decision that was made. And I mean, I was still dragging my feet even when we got married, which was, 12 years coming up on 12 years ago and my, and Kelly was very encouraging to me <clears throat> to to say why are you working at a job what are you doing this is a waste <laughs> of time because you can you can do much better at at just focusing 100% on music and so she was really um she was one like probably my main person that that she got me your, your supernatural guide that helped push yeah. you over the edge i mean yeah. can you take us back to just real quickly like that sort of that period in your life when you did make that decision like what was going on in your mind did you have fears and doubts did you have you know what, what was going on sure. there yeah oh of course i mean i still have fears and doubts because <laughs> it's like you know much like you guys i mean we don't really i can't really tell you how much money i'm gonna make next year or yeah. what i'm gonna be doing i don't know yet because yeah. it hasn't it hasn't brought itself to the surface yet, but yeah, yeah. I know that it's going to be okay. And I know that, and that's part of the thing that you've got to, you got to trust. And she, she was helpful with helping me to, to realize that it's going to be okay. And that, you know, it's just a, taking a step of faith and uh, realizing that you're going to, you're going to be able to, to, to make this happen. I think it's a big, it's a big step and not everybody's able to, to, to pull that off. And, um, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that she, you know, did that, gave me a, a swift kick. And, you know, and you talk about trust and that step of faith. I mean, I think that's I think that's huge. I think yeah. just having that having that trust is huge. It is. It is. Yeah. And just, uh, you know. Self just realizing that you're good enough to pull it off, I think, is is, is half of that battle is like, you know, I mean, like I. I mean, I still don't think I'm a great guitar player and I don't think I'm, yeah, I mean, I have a lot to learn and people are all, people tell me, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, well, man, I'm, I've got a long way to go. I mean, I always say that and I'm constantly learning. I mean, last night I was sitting around learning. <laughs> You've heard it said like we are our own worst critics. There are like thousands and thousands of people that would, would uh, take issue with what you said. Yeah. <laughs> that follow you and love what you're doing, man. It's, it's incredible, but it is, it is interesting though, to see that, you know, even folks like yourself that have taken this thing so far still experience those fear and doubt, fears and doubts even today. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I can tell you, I can say that the, the folks that I've been able to, like my heroes that I put on a pedestal, people like in that I get to play with sometimes now that like, like a guitarist, like Charlie Hunter, who's, who's frankly, I mean, he's probably one of the, he's regarded as one of the top you know, probably top 20 guitarists on the planet right now. Yeah. He's played with everybody from 
John Mayer to D'Angelo, Nora Jones. I mean, everyone. Yeah. He's, he, he actually got him on, on a couple songs with me, but I, I went to a show of his in Seattle and I was telling him it was awesome. He was telling me, no, no, it's not. It, I was still, I, this, we're working this out. It wasn't I'm like, man, it was mind blowing, you know? Yeah. So I think everybody kind of has that. Everybody you know? feels it. It doesn't matter who you are, you know? I mean, Clapton or whoever. I mean, you're, you're, a, but it's, but it's also a good thing because it keeps you. It keeps you learning and, and keeps you uh, wanting to be better. And if you don't have that, what you, you don't want to be stagnant. You don't want to yeah. just be coasting along. You want to you want to push the envelope. And yeah. so I think it's a good thing in a way, you know. I, I love it. So I, before we jump into the quarantine sessions and what happened with COVID, mm -hmm. I just kind of want to just just touch real quickly on the passion itself. Like, let, let's just talk about music. Like, what does music do to you and what does it mean to you? Like, what does it feel like to have music as your passion? It just feels like it's a part of my my whole self, you know. I mean, it's a part of every day for me. Um, I mean, I listen to music every day. I play some kind of music almost every day. Um, I feel like it's just part of who we are, and, and I feel like it's uh, it's the kind of thing that, unlike uh, you know, politics and even sports and 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 other things, is like as humans, it's hard. It, it, we get we get divided up into many different things and people can be mad at each other. But I find like when you're at a concert, I mean, even the other night I was at the Willie Nelson festival, mm -hmm. everybody there was just having a good time. We like the same stuff. We like, and everybody's having a good time. And it's just like, it's one of the only things that can kind of bring together people in a pure form. You know, you think about, yeah. you go to the football game, half the people there are, are <laughs> against you. You know I mean? Right. When you're in a concert, I feel like there's a community that, I like this and you like this. So we're friends, you know, it's like that kind of thing. And I think it's a beautiful thing that can really help in the, in the world. And I've seen it help, you know, tremendously people's lives, my life and, and others too. And, um, you know, I just think it's a, a really pure, beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm happy to be a small part of it. And, uh, as a listener and as a performer. Hey everyone, it's Scott here. Did you know that the members of my real estate team, W Realty Group, are listening to their own voices that call to adventure by setting big goals? Some of those goals include planning trips to Bali and the Kingdom of Bhutan, buying investment homes and running the Chicago Marathon. At W Realty Group, we support and encourage these big goals and want to help turn them into reality. We're currently looking to add new members to the team. If you know a great real estate agent in the Charlotte, North Carolina area that would benefit from being part of our team, please send a text, an email, or give me a call. And know that when you support W Realty Group, you're also supporting this podcast. Thanks for listening. Well, I got to tell you, I'm just sitting here listening to you talk and I've got chills because the thing is like, you got this like electricity that like comes up through your body and it's like for you it takes the form of music but you just talked about music as being something that like connects communities brings people together it's a connecting right and then this thing called covid hits which separates us to a large degree social distancing and all this and this is this is the essence of the story and i don't want to i'm not going to ruin it so we're going to just jump in right there but like for you to say that music brings people together i mean that is just such a great place to start with what happened with covid so so, you know, in the introduction, I talked about you got this full schedule, like you're ready to roll. You're going to have, you know, your best year ever in terms of performing. And then everything, everything gets shut down. And, uh, and, and what does Josh Daniel do next? Well, I started to fret first and I started to, to tell Kelly, um, all right, well, let's sell a car. Let's, uh, <laughs> you know, let's, let's, I don't know. We just started coming up with ideas. I mean, I don't know. What are we going to do? We got, we got bills to pay. The first week, bam, 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 three, four gigs canceled. I'm like, oh no, what am I, you know? And then I'm, you know, and, and fear is there. The whole world is shutting down and all this, like, you know, it kind of did. Yeah. And so that first week, which was, you know, back way back in March of 2020, um, I just was like, well, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, there's, I can't go play at a place and have people, you know, come pay a ticket or whatever what can we do? And I'd already been utilizing the Facebook live um, feature yep. at my live shows. Like when I was playing by myself at little, mm -hmm. like, you know, breweries or whatever. 
or even actually I did it at my house a couple times too, even back then. And I, and I have some good equipment and I had, I'd put some money and some thought into that. And I, and I had a small online, uh, fan base that were, that would tune in, you know, when I say small, I'm saying like 10 or 20 people sure. you know, would, would tune in on the regular. And I would say, Hey, and I was doing it back before COVID, like, what do you want to hear? And I would, I would communicate with them and it was cool. And I had, and I had a tip jar up there and they would, you know, from time to time, people would throw a couple bucks in there. So I'd make a little bit of money on online. And so I said, Kelly, I was like, you know, everybody's stuck at home. Why don't I just, I'll go live. And um, this was before we had this little studio that I'm in right now. Our yeah. house is super small. So I actually went over to her. She's a yoga instructor. I went over to her office, which is close to here. And, and I just went up there in the room and, and set up that first day. And I said, I told her, I was like, I think I can make a couple bucks if I play online and I'll, you know, you know, do that. So I'm playing the first time. And then all of a sudden I see that I'm like, holy cow, there's like 50 people on here. There's a hundred people on here. There's, <laughs> well, everyone's stuck at home. What are they, you know? And yeah. they're, and they're new people and they're like, they're super thrilled. And I'm playing songs and they're asking me what to play. And I'm playing them, you know, right then. And that first day it was just, it was feeling really good. And, I, and on camera, what do I say? Hey guys, during the pandemic, I'm going to play every day. I'm because yeah. <laughs> And I said that like on the first day and um, thinking, you know, I don't know what, without a couple <laughs> weeks or whatever, you know? And so, and then the second day, bam, more people. And I, it, you know, this was midweek, I think, I think it was a Thursday or something or Wednesday. Yeah. I can't remember, but it was midweek and it was like at night and I was over at the office by, totally by myself. And so I told, so I came home and I was like, you know what? There was tons of people in there. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, I got, you know, whatever I have. I can't remember what it was, but I made, and you know, made a little bit of money on on tips and stuff and I, she was like well why don't you just you know instead of going to the office why don't you just take it on our front porch at like five or six because yep. we you know our neighbors are some of our best friends and we right. live, we have we live on a dead end and everybody's really cool and so she's like our neighbors will love it why don't you just put it on the front porch and let people walk over or whatever they'll love it and so then i three or four days into it, I, I did that. And then it was all of a sudden, all the neighbors are out on their front porch. Everybody's yep. cracking a beer at five o'clock. It's becoming <laughs> a thing. You're going to do it tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'll be here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm now I'm on the front porch every yep. day, you know, unless it rained or whatever. And it just kept snowballing every day. I mean, two weeks in, I was like, well, I couldn't believe what was going on. I mean, now I'm talking about the numbers have now shot up with three, four, 500 people are watching me online uh, and your front yard is full and people are my neighbors are coming over i mean remember everyone was still pretty freaked out about yeah. that so i mean we are 10 feet apart but we're yep. you know shouting hey how's it yep. going totally. and it's becoming a little get together and all my neighbors were working from home and so they were all looking forward to it and then it became a it just kept snowballing and and i and i was still doing it every day and, and you know it's kind of a blur because then it turned into a a, t a total just it was every day. This is, this is my mission every day. Okay. Five o'clock. What am I going to play? And what, what are we going to do? And, and that, and, and when you're playing every day, it also, it, it, it starts to come into play Or okay. Well, I can't play the same 10 songs every day. Everyone's going to get tired of that. You know, so I'm digging, I'm playing lots of stuff and I'm now I'm kind of like asking people beforehand, what do you want to hear later tonight? And I'm researching it and I'm learning songs and I'm yeah. putting together these set lists every single day, different, and I'm doing it for two hours. So you're playing 15, 20 songs a day yeah. and I'm changing it up. So I think for the first, I can't remember what it was, maybe the first 10 days I didn't, I didn't play any of this. Like every day I didn't repeat any songs for like yep. 10 days straight. So that's a couple, you know, that was a couple hundred songs right there. And luckily my, one of my best buddies had just sold his restaurant and kind of retired out of his business that he was running and he wasn't doing anything and he was like online he was like dude what's going on he was like this is crazy i'm on here i'm seeing all these people you, you want me to help you and i'm like yes so he kind of he was a big piece of that my, my buddy lefty he would get on and he would kind of be in the comments talking to people and, and pointing them in the right direction well where's josh's website or what where can you buy stuff and so he was kind of a moderator and he kind of became part of the thing too, because he, he wasn't working. So he just kind of started working with us, with Kelly and I, and it just snowballed every day, bigger and bigger. And now it went on for an entire, it went on and on and on at the hundredth day. We had a huge celebration 
because I did a hundred days in a row and I'm, I, I didn't say, you know, I said, I'll just do it till the end. And, but I didn't know. And we I didn't thought, know when the end was, <laughs> I thought, okay, some, I'm going to have to take a break or God forbid I get sick or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, I, I, every day I felt empowered. I felt energized by the, the, the community that we were building and that's really what it was. And it still is. And it, it, the folks get, they got into this chat thing and then they got to know each other and then they're saying, Hey, to each other. And they're, where are you from? And these people are friends in real life now. And it, they have traveled all together and they come see me different places. And I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but there's been um, romance between people that met inside this community that we've fostered. And it's, uh, it's, it was just a beautiful thing and and it just kept going and going and so we you know 100 days in we had a, a big celebration of like 100 like thinking yeah. that this is a big deal 100 days and i don't know who's playing 100 days in a row <laughs> but we kept going and my wife's going what are you are you gonna you're gonna do a whole year aren't you and i'm saying no i can't i cannot play 365 two-hour shows in a row there's just no way physically it's amazing, we, man. We got to 200. We got to 300. We we ended up, I ended up doing an entire 365 and uh, and then some, really. I took I took one day off and then <laughs> went back to playing almost every day since then. It's it's such an incredible, incredible story. And there's so many things that kind of happened along the way. I just want to like from just for listeners and for you, like that first month, just sort of come back to that for a second because, you know, this is like you, from your perspective, you're telling the story. Like, I think I can make a couple of bucks online. I'm going to get on here and I'm just going to play and just sort of see what happens. And it's like inspiring to you to see all these people. And it's like, it's filling your family. But, and I know you know this now, but like, you know, people were scared, right? I mean, we don't know what's going on. What is this thing? Like now, like with the hindsight, it's like, you know, we have a vaccine, like things seem better, but like to go back to that first month, it's like, we have no idea what's getting ready to happen. And here you are, like you said, you know, at a football game, people are against each other, right? Music is the one thing that unites everybody. And here you are, you're getting online and you're giving people a place to just let go of their fears and let go of their worries. Like I remember the first time, like it, it occurred to me that like, I probably heard first few days in like that you were doing this. I was a Friday night and I'm like, Hey, you know what, Maria and kids, we're going to go to a show tonight and we put you up on our big screen TV and we sat down on the couch and we just watched you play. And it was awesome. It was so awesome. And then just to kind of relate on the comments that you like, we saw the comments, we saw that happening that you were talking about. Like, it's so funny to see, to hear you say that there were like romances, relationships that were built. I remember watching the comment feeds and seeing people that I know that I didn't know I don't know whether they knew you or not, but I'm like, Hey, I know them. Like, it's yeah, just so, yeah. cool, so fun to like see people online. And I mean, it's just like what, what you did for the people then I, I would say for the community and for Charlotte, but it was bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, so what you did everywhere. for the people that, that logged in to see you, I mean, it was just, man, it was just such an inspiration. And just to see like your passion and your commitment to like, I mean, you helped people get through this pandemic. Yeah. They helped me too. It was a, it was a total, you know, a relationship like that. And, um, I felt like it was like, I had a job to do and this was my job, even though at the point at that time, I really didn't like, it was like, I created this like job for myself. And then every day it was like, it was like the focus of, okay, what, what's going to be special about today? What can I do today? That's different. What, um, you know, what are we going to do for fun? And we were having so much fun and the kids are running behind me and we're, yeah. we're doing themes and we're doing, you know, I mean, you think about 365 days in a, in a year. I mean, I played on every single person's birthday. I played on every <laughs> holiday. I mean, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, yep. New Year's every day. I mean, there's no yep. day I didn't play. So you think about what happened on, you know, just, just for instance, like, you know, just the other day, it was 9-11, you know? So of course on September 11th, we, we, we played some New York songs and we played some hero songs and on, you know, on Christmas, we played some Christmas songs and on, yeah. you know, certain, we, we would think about what was going on in the world or I mean, you know, I mean, we lost a lot of folks. I remember Bill Withers died on one of those days and I'm a huge Bill Withers fan. So of yeah. course, instantly we're doing, you know, Bill Withers night, you know, I'm playing the, all the Bill Withers songs I know yeah. and things like that. We were just coming up with ideas to keep it fresh. We were doing themes on, um, 
you know, nine on the 90th day, we did all 1990s songs on, uh, we would do women of rock Wednesdays where I would sing all, uh, songs that were sung by my female, uh, singers and just coming up with fun things like that. Um, just playing tons of different stuff. I think that kept people like, what's he going to do next? You yeah. know, and, and it's fun for me too, as a fan of, of bands like the Grateful Dead and, and things like that, where they have a huge catalog and they pick from different songs. It's always fun to see one of your favorite people play a song. Maybe they didn't never play before. That's Absolutely. fun. Yeah. And so people really got into that and, and the community, um, was born out of just having fun. And, and, and the thing that we said every day is like, look, we're going to, we're going to meet here at five or six o'clock. We're going to, we're going to, we call it a happy hour. We're going to have a beverage. We're not going to worry about COVID. We're not going to say anything about, I mean, just let's forget about that. Let's yeah. just think about music, each other, see how everybody's doing. Have an hour or two here where we're, we're not watching the news and we're not worried about that. And that's what we were trying to do is just have a little bit of a, a time where you could forget about what's going on in the world. And did you realize the gravity of what you were doing? Like, did you, did you know what you were doing or are you just up there playing music, having a good time? I don't think, I don't think we did yet. You know, I mean, yeah. I think, it, but when it started to become apparent and, and when it really started to snowball into something big, that was, and that was around, you know, a month or two in, we, we immediately started thinking about, okay, well, what can we do now to, to, to help, bigger than this what can we do as as arc okay we've got a community now i mean for you know like as an example i mean i, I had i think i had my, my i've only had my band or musician facebook page for three years oh. or four years now um but at the time only a year and it was i'd had i only had a couple thousand people that were even connected to my page i mean it grew from a couple thousand to like forty thousand. Wow. so i mean that it, i could tell i was watching these numbers and they were crazy yeah. and i said okay, what can we do? So we started putting our heads together. And and then about, I don't know, 75 days, in, we started uh, making a plan uh, to raise some money for charities and things mm -hmm. like that. Because I felt like, you know, okay, I mean, I have a I have a platform, I have these people watching me, they they, they're good hearted people, what can yeah. we do? And so yeah. I thought, we can raise a couple thousand dollars for some charities. And we started just me and and and, and Kelly and, and my, my small team, we came up with, a, we'd sit around, have meetings Monday morning. What are we going to do? Let's do an auction. Let's do this. Let's do this. And we came up with all these ideas and we started implementing them and they, they really took off. And, uh, and I'm proud to say that we raised $50,000 for a couple different charities over that pandemic time. That's incredible. And that was, that was really, that was, I'm really proud of that. And, yeah. uh, and I know we, we changed some lives cause we, we gave the money to some smaller charities that really needed it. And, uh, and so I'm really proud of our, of my fan base and, and what we were able to do with that. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, just what you guys were, you really did turn this into something like bigger than yourselves. And I guess I'm just curious, like, especially early on before you kind of had that momentum and you saw the, you know, the growth, like what, what kept you going early on and like, did you have any fears and doubts about like, should it like, you know, thinking about giving up? I mean, no, because, because it was so much fun. And I, and we were, we were, I was making so much headway that I felt like I was on a mission and that, that we're just going to keep rolling and keep doing it. So I, I was really fired up about it. What, what was that headway that, that kept you, that kept you going? I think just getting, you know, just getting to a very large audience. And yeah. then I, and, you know, and I started to look at these, there was, you know, at the time there's no concerts going on. There's no ticket sales basis. I mean, we didn't yeah. go to any show. I mean, I didn't, and I'm a huge, you know, I go to see other bands all the time. I mean, I'm probably on a weekly or biweekly basis for my whole life. I've, I've gone to concerts. There was zero concerts, zero tickets were being sold. That being said, uh, Polestar, which is an in industry uh, <clears throat> paper that, that keeps track of all the, the numbers for, yep. for big tours, they started focusing on <clears throat> uh, live streaming. Because if you remember, a lot of people started live. A lot of people at the beginning were, were everyone was live streaming, yep. including myself. And, uh, you know, it was it was very hot at the moment. It, it died off because people gave, a lot of people gave up on it. But anyway, Polestar started keeping track of the numbers and the next thing i know i'm on the chart you know they've got a top 50 streams of the week and there i am at number three or four or five six 
but not only am I one time on there, I'm, I'm seven days a week. So I would have, I would have like multiple, I'd be at number seven, number 14, number, you know, whatever, 33. I mean, it was like, I was all over the chart. There's my name on the chart and it's, you know, Nora Jones and it's the grand old Opry and it's little old me with my phone and my, my guitar. Yes. And so at that point I was like, okay, you know, maybe now I'm thinking this is probably the biggest break I've had in my career. You know, which <laughs> yeah. is freaking weird. It's, you know, and, and I ended up writing some songs and stuff about it, but one of them is called silver lining where it just says the worst thing that could ever happen turned out to be the best thing, you know, and not that I would wish COVID on anyone or, or that whole situation. I would give this up if we could have skipped that, but yeah. it did, it did end up being really the best thing for my career. Um, just getting me in front of more people that have, you know, that are with me now. I mean, and that's the other thing is like at the end of this 365 days, I was thinking, well, maybe this was, you know, this, nope, it has grown since then. And these people are, I feel like they're with me for life now. And then every time I see them in real life, they, they hug me and they, they just say, you got me through the pandemic. And I feel like we've got, like, I've just got, they're with me now, you know, and they support me and it's, it's been really great. It's it, the post COVID thing has been really amazing. It's been, it, and it's happened. It's happening right now. And I, I mean, I could give you an example of just this week, Yeah, you know, some folks uh, from Wisconsin made their family trip down to, to Charlotte to watch uh, a couple shows. I had a, had a big show on uh, Saturday night and then I had a solo show on Sunday. So they came down for those two shows and, 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 and traveled from Wisconsin to see me and, and came and they came they said, can we come to your house? And we have a little gift for Maddie and Sonny. And it's just, it's, people are so grateful and so kind and, and they've blown my mind with their support. And it's just, it's, it's been, it's been wonderful, honestly. Josh, what does that feel like for you? I mean, like, again, you're, you started this thing, just doing what you love, like, you know, playing music. It's just this thing that you love. And, you know, there, you said you were, there were times when you're like, it's hard to be a musician, but like, you know, it, it goes from being this thing that you love, you're just playing music to now all of a sudden you realize the impact that you're having on a large group of people. And I got to think, I mean, is that anything that you ever expected? Not really, not in this way. I don't know. I don't think I haven't thought about that much, but it, yeah, it's kind of, it's different than just putting out music and seeing what happens. It's like, I feel like I have a, I have a crew that I'm, you know, responsible for in a weird way. Not, I mean, I, it's, it's, you do. I mean, that's interesting that you use the word responsible. Like you feel responsible for that group. I feel like I have, I like, you know, these are my people and like, I like to, you know, I want to, I want to interact with them. I want to, you know, I, I play and they're my audience. And so they're, they're watching what I do. And so, they're part of the, you know, they're part of the community. And I'm, <clears throat> um, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 I think about it all the time. It's, it's like, it's not unlike a lot of other things, you know, where you have a community, it's just, this is music and it's, and that's what it's all about. And it's, yeah. it's, you know, we just try to put love out in the world and we're, we're a very positive, uh, we stand on that side of things and, and, and I think it's just, it's really cool to see it grow and, and, and continue to grow. And I'm, I'm super thankful for, for all the folks that, that tune in and continue to support me. And it's, it's really cool. It, it is so cool. And then like, you know, you've had some, some, some personal stuff come into this as well. Like I, I, the whole time you made this a very family oriented thing, your whole family was involved, you know, it was you playing music, but you you were always very, um, inclusive and making sure that like the community was involved with your family, your family was involved with the community and, um, and your son had some surgery along the way. And so the, the, your community helped you through that. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Yeah, they really did. And that's something that we didn't plan either, you know, and I, I think when I went to the front porch, there's a big glass door behind me and, and the door would be open and you know, kids are hanging on the wall and hanging, you know, hanging on the door and, and we didn't, we were, we never told them to do anything or anything, but they would, they would be in the background and then I'd pick them up and they'd say, you want to say hey to everybody? And they'd say, hey, and then they'd see the hearts on the thing and they, yeah. they got into it, but it was just part of, it was just my everyday life. And I just shared that. And I think they've become 
equally as important in this whole thing too. I mean, the, the everyone loves to see the kids and, and, um, it's, it's, yeah, that's just what's going on in my life. And I didn't hide it. And I just, you know, said, Hey, this is where we're at. I'm playing every day. You're going to see, you're going to see the family and you're going to, you know, but yeah, they, they turn, they, they're a big part of it. And, uh, and my little boy had, um, uh, he's got a pretty rare genetic syndrome that causes bone fusions and, um, it's called a pair syndrome and, uh, which is a whole nother story and a whole yeah, nother yeah. thing that, that a journey and, a, and, a, and another community. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, he had to, he had to have the ma most major, uh, uh, surgery of his life <laughs> in the middle of COVID, right? of course, which was nerve wracking. And, um, and we, you know, we had been pretty private about, about what he was, what was going on with him. Cause we we're still processing it. I mean, he's only two years old at the time. Yeah. And, um, and that's a very, um, interesting journey as well, but we decided <clears throat> actually, I didn't, I didn't say anything about it when he went in to surgery but but when he came home um he was in the hospital for about a week and he had a, he had a skull surgery every year luckily we, we live five minutes from Levine Children's Hospital one of the top uh, yeah. hospitals in, in in the nation and so we were over there he got a surgery when he came home and that the, the other thing is that during that time I thought well I'm not going to be able to continue this every day because I'm in the hospital and Kelly's right. in the hospital, you know but somehow it just worked out I would go home and I'd play then I'd go back to the hospital so I kept it going even during, during that time, <clears throat> but you know, <laughs> somehow I don't, I mean, I don't even know, but it worked out. Yeah. It's, so you said you didn't actually let people know originally. So at some point you're kind of playing and people don't really know what's going on in your private yeah. life. Your first couple yeah. Of uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't say, Hey, Sonny's getting a surgery tomorrow. I just was playing and Sonny's running around. And then for a week he was gone and I was still playing, but I didn't say anything during this time. We, we, you know, we had a discussion where we said, you know, with Kelly and I and, and our team. And we said, well, do we want to share what's going on with folks? Cause it's a personal thing. And this is a yeah. very pr public place, you know, right. I and mean, this is, you know, being vulnerable in a way. And, um, and we decided that we, we were. And so when he came home, the kids in the neighborhood had made a big welcome home, sunny sign. And it was behind me while I was playing. And then I, I noticed on the chat, well, what, where was Sonny? Where's Sonny? What, what's welcome home? And people were curious, you know, and he's bandaged up and everything. And so at that day I shared about what was going on with him, yeah. with the community and just everyone was just like, Oh, you know, I got so many just encouraging words from folks and stuff like that. And so we shared our journey on that. And, and, and then we, we decided to, to do some charity stuff kind of based around that. So that surgery, and then we did some stuff for the hospital and some other organizations that have to do with what he's going through. And, and that's what we did with our charity stuff. So it, it turned into, you know, just a natural uh, kind of way of, uh, of taking things. And, you know, because we were willing to share and um, put ourselves out there. And then, and then the community came together and really, you know, supported us. And so it was, it was really, it was really a beautiful thing. And I, you know, it wouldn't have happened had we not been willing to, to share and willing and, and, and I was doing this, you know, so I think it was just, you know, what was supposed to happen at the time. And yeah, I mean, so I'm curious about like the learning in it, because like, you know, you're doing this thing, you're playing, you're playing, you're creating this tribe, like people just love listening to you play music. But then like, when it starts to like integrate with like, what's going on with you and your family, like having turns out like having this community has helped all these people but the community helped you guys and your family i just i guess i'm just curious yeah. like, what some of the learnings were for you in that yeah just that we're all you know we're all in this together and we're all everybody has something in their life that's um that's a challenge you know and um and ours is is uh is some stuff that sunny had to deal with and i'm proud to walk that journey with with our community and our neighbors and, and people like you guys too. And it's, uh, you know, we need each other to get, to get through this thing called life. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. we do. And that's, that's, that's the thing about, you know, about the live stream every day too, is like, you know, I needed that. Those people needed it. All the people together needed to talk together. They need, cause we weren't out and we weren't seeing people. And so it, it turned into a virtual, um, community that then turned into a, real community that's now i mean here we are two years later every single time i play i mean I'm, I'm getting ready to leave right now and go to go up to Asheville and play and and i'll see people there that i've never met before that 
feel like they that I'm part of their family because they, I was in their living room every day and I still am. And they come up to me with just, you know, really just like they feel like they know me. And I feel like I know them to an extent, but they really feel like they know me because yeah. they how sunny, how, and right. how, how second grade for Maddie. I mean, they know like it's it's just it's I mean, they yeah. during Christmas, during the <laughs> during the pandemic, I mean, I we said, hey, guys, if you send us a card, we'll send you a card back you know in the mail well that was turned into us writing christmas cards for a whole month because we got <laughs> just so many and i hung them up in here and it was just so sweet and the notes and the you know people just were so so awesome and yeah. um it's just little things like that that <laughs> just keep you going and you don't want you know you don't want to stop it's awesome and then in addition to just the like you know the outpouring from this community that you've created like you attracted some other attention from from other outlets like tell us a little bit about that yeah uh you know some some I, there were several news stories during this thing especially kind of during the first month or two there was mm -hmm. a couple of local ones um, I mentioned the pole star, you yep. know, when that, that, that was really big. That was, um, that's a huge mag. It's kind of like a huge. billboard or a, I mean, it's a very, I mean, this is like the magazine that people in the industry read huge. to figure out what's going on. And at the end of the year, at the end of 2020, they had a year end special and those guys interviewed me, which was huge. That was, that was really big press for me. And I got, and like I said, you know, I was, I was in the number eight live streaming artist of 2020 with numbers that, I mean, like I said, Nora Jones was ahead of me, you know, Nora Jones. And then the Grand right. Opry as a whole was before right. that, was after that. I mean, and I was there with those guys. They interviewed her, they interviewed me, they interviewed, you know. That's amazing. And so that was really huge. And um, and then I also, I got to, uh, Kelly Clarkson um, reached out and she had me on her show, which was national. And that was, that was really awesome. And then um, NPR has done some stuff. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been really great you know it's crazy kelly clarkson npr like yeah man it, it's just so cool and i it you know it started with heart yeah. it started with heart following your passion and like just look where it took you it's really cool um i wanted to ask you just in terms of the experience the whole experience like how how are you different today what how has like how is josh a different person today than Josh was when you first got started in your, you know, late teens and early twenties yeah. and just, well, kind of just getting into the industry. Yeah. I would say I'm, I'm, I'm a far better musician for, for really playing every day. You got the reps in. you definitely have the reps. I don't think there's a way to play every day and not get at least a little bit better yeah. and, and expand. So that's been really cool to see. And I, I feel like I'm able to do a lot other, a lot, more things on the guitar than I used to be able to. So, I mean, I'm 43, but I'm, I feel like I'm still, you know, I'm still hopefully getting better and um, awesome. learning and, and playing a lot of different songs, discovering more music, writing a bunch of music. I wrote tons of music, got to collaborate with some folks, some of my heroes. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited about, you know, what I'm doing next week, you know what I mean? And the, and the things that I'm creating and, and, uh, the, the songs that I'm working on in the studio. I mean, I'm, I'm very just fired up still, um, about that. I think I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a better, better musician, better singer, hopefully a, a better person overall. I mean, I'm trying to, I mean, I'm just so grateful and, you know, gratitude is part of the, this whole thing that yeah. I was able to not only, um, keep things going, but actually take it to another level and, I've got the studio in my backyard now that we've built and um that was that came out of the pandemic and you know i would say it's i'm I'm in a far better place now than i was a couple of years ago and so that's been um it's been wonderful you know honestly and i and now when i play shows out it's 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 a different it's i'm it, i'm at a different spot than i was before not that i was in a bad spot before Right. But it's just, it's different now. It's so a level, it's a level up. So what's next for you, for your family? Yeah. Um, so I've, you know, playing tons of shows now in person. Yeah. Uh, How's that feel to be back live? It's great. It's great. Right. You know, I mean, I love playing here at by myself to the camera <laughs> or whatever, but, but it's, it's something about being, uh, in a room with folks and, uh, that's just beautiful. That can't be replicated. So that's, that's been great that we've been, been able to get back to, to play in real concerts um 
like I said, I'm working on, I've got a bunch of songs that are in different studios and I'm working with different um, musicians. Uh, I've reached out to a lot of folks that have been so kind to, to, to play on my, my stuff. Um, and, and, you know, people know who I am now. So it, it's, I just think it's, it's overall, it's, it's, a, I'm in a better situation and, um, you know, just looking forward to creating more and more songs and art and, just having fun and collaborating i don't it's it's interesting i don't exactly know what what it what exactly the next thing is but it's going to be fun well you know just like in 2021 like you know whatever you think is going to happen you think it's getting ready to be your best year ever yeah probably was it was right? oh, it definitely but in was. a very different was. way than what you thought it was going to be right exactly it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the best year in terms of i played x this festival yeah. and this and this that wasn't it, but it was the best year in terms of growing my fan base and 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 getting better as a musician and writing songs and and connecting with this community. That 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 was the so that uh, that trust and that step of faith that you talked about early on sounds like it's paid off. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it has. Not that that's the reason to do it, but totally. Uh, yes, I mean, and that's a good has. point. Like when you're following your passion like you're doing the thing that you love. You're not looking for a payout. Like you're just right. doing what you love. And that's what, that's what's so awesome about this whole thing. And so you've created this life where you're following your passion. You've kind of, you gotten to a point where like you're able to give so much, but you've also learned that in all that giving you're receiving, like it's just this whole thing wrapped up. So I'm just curious for like, for people listening that um, maybe are on the fence around like following their dreams. Maybe they're at that decision point that you were at when you decided to go into music full time, or maybe they're at that point where, you know, you're at that decision point where you could have just taken the defeat, but instead you kept playing. Like, what advice do you have for people in terms of following their passion? Well, I think I'll pass along the advice that was given to me by the folks that I know that have done really well in, um, in the music industry. And I've heard it from, from more than one person, but, the Avett brothers um, who are in Concord here. Yeah. And I've, I've no, I don't, I'm, you know, I know them a little bit, but anyway, I remember asking them, this is probably a good 10 years ago. I was like, what, what can, what do I need to do? What am I not doing? What? And they just said, don't quit. That's I what they said. It. I said, what do you mean? If you play and you do it long enough, you will get good. And someone at some point will, will notice. So that was the advice they gave me was don't quit. Those guys are awesome. Those guys are awesome. They're, you know, they're, they're on it. Now they're on a different level. <laughs> they're on a total, you know, crazy level, but, but we're all, you know, in our jobs and our, our passions and things like that. I mean, you don't get, you don't, and, and I see people say that to, to guitar. Oh, you're born. You know, you were born to play. You born. How do you do that? You know how I did that is because I sat there for 10,000 hours and, and played my guitar in my bedroom for years and years. And then at this point, I mean, I'm, you know, 40 years old. Now I'm saying, now I'm going to do it every mm -hmm. single day. Now I'm really buckling down and saying, you know, not only am I not going to quit, I'm going to take it to another level and really pour myself into it. And I think that's, I really think, I mean, I think anybody from Michael Jordan to, you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. will tell you that, that you just have to just keep going and and not stop put and the time in. put the time in it's not mm -hmm. it's not an overnight thing and i and i and you know people are like, why don't you go on america's got talent why don't you go on this you should you'd be great that because that's not that's not real that's not real life that's not you don't just one day wake up and be famous for you know no you know i mean it's i mean yeah maybe some people do but that's not anything that's that's really gonna last i mean really you get good by going out and playing uh gigs and 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 growing and, and and not quitting and so i think that's that's really the advice and i don't <laughs> maybe it's just keep going put the, get the reps in maybe it's too simple but it's not you know, when you when you really have to do it so yeah that's my that's my advice is don't quit just keep going i love better. it man that's awesome um so couple quick questions just to wrap up here that I like to ask everybody because your story is incredible. And at some point Hollywood's going to pick up on this and they're going to want to make a movie about you. And so that I want to know when, when, when they make a story about Josh Daniel and the quarantine sessions, who's going to be the actor that's going to play you in your movie? Well, I mean, obviously it would probably be Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. We have a total you know, similar look and everything. Um, I love it. <laughs> and I think, it, I think they would just call it every day. Cause that's what, 
every day. It's just called every day, and it's just every day. <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, I love that. Every day starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Man, this is perfect. Hey, Josh, uh, just the last thing, where can people find you? Where can they see you? Uh, people are going to want to hear Josh Daniel's music after this podcast. Yeah. Um, so joshdanielmusic.com is, is kind of the hub for everything. On there, you can get to the Facebook. Facebook is a big community for me. That's where most people are watching um, and, and conversating. But I'm, But it has links to my YouTube account instagram all those kind of things but um yeah you just go there and that's kind of a hub for everything and it also has all my in-person dates you know one of the big shows that we've been doing for the past 11 years here in charlotte the day after thanksgiving is a tribute to the band and cool. the last waltz and we we've had a lot of fun with that so that's kind of the next big charlotte show that i'm gonna have um next year's looking really great i'm going to uh costa rica for a week to play at a place called the grateful hotel awesome um, we'll be announcing those dates soon um merle fest is looking good for next year um uh, it, it's good a lot of lot of fun stuff so i mean i play i play live shows every week online and in, in person so like a lot of times i still keep i still keep the online thing going i'll come like last night i just decided i wanted to play so i came back here and played acoustic for my for my community and um i mean we're really active so if you look me up and you find me and you connect on facebook and those other spots you will see what's going on and there's daily stuff going on so love it well i've heard you play you're awesome man you you rock it you just get everybody in the in that just feeling like it's just like you did in COVID. it just kind of take the fear away and just give everybody just the chance to just just chill and just relax and uh, you're great at what you do i uh, just want to thank you for being here and I, for those listening i hope you've been inspired today as much as i have i hope that josh's story has encouraged you to listen to the voice inside that calls you to adventure because we want to hear your story next if you have a story to tell or you need a nudge to create one please send me an email we'd also appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving a review and sharing or tagging inspire campfire in your social media And until next time, I want to encourage you to get outside. Thanks for listening. Josh, thanks so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. That was a blast.